0: Chris Show. The Chris and Chris Show. Hello, folks, and welcome to another trip into the cavernous and damp vaults of The Chris and Chris Show. This week, more Hevner, another double bill of David Hevner reviews. Um, I don't know why I didn't put this one up first, because this is literally the first two films were reviewed of David Hevner. Instead, I went right to the end first. I don't know why. I was was full of cold when I put together those first two episodes, so. I I don't know, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, this week it's um, from episode 17 a review of Deadly Reactor, David Hevner's Amish post apocalyptic western. Hi. And then from episode 23, his kind of kickboxing movie, but more of a Vietnam vet country singer movie with *Ragin' Cajun, which also birthed our fascination with the man, the legend that is Atanas Illich, who you may know as the driller killer from Slumber Point Massacre 2, but we're more of a fans of his musical endeavours. So yeah, enjoy! Welcome back, folks. Hey, It's time to review a goddamn movie, and uh, what we're, what we we're reviewing this week, sir? Oh, it's a classic. <laughs> it's a good one.
1: It's from the uh, the very very talented David Hevener, mm. a Deadly Reactor.
0: Mm. He wrote, directed, and starred in this movie.
1: As he does in many of his films, apparently. Yeah, I noticed Look that. At- <laughs> he's an IMDb genius. He's just a
0: powerhouse action-like star, maker, writer, director. <laughs> yeah, and also, apparently, he produces Christine music. Yeah. <laughs> There's a random fact that's on there. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so the story of this, I mean, it's set after a, an apocalypse. It's a post-apocalyptic western
1: film. Yeah, Kentville. nuclear war.
0: Mm, and it's about one man's revenge against the gang that killed his sister and uh, her kids.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so we'll open up the film with the voiceover uh, where our hero... What the fuck's his name again? Cody Watt... Uh, oh yeah I've got a what is it Cody Callaway or something something
1: like that Um, actually right down yeah Cody Callaway Callaway that's uh, it yeah yeah. Callaway
0: he um, lets us know what's going on he says well he doesn't really he just says when the end of the world happened People were split in the two camps, the good and the bad, and I was like, "That's you know, you have to be black and white there, mate. there's probably just some sort of yeah. kind of bastards around."
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit like bit much in it that there are only two people left in the world.
0: And he kind of good. contradicts himself because there is a character in this movie that starts off as a bit of a bastard, but he's all right. <laughs> Well, that's it, yeah. But yeah, they, I was just laughing because it starts having to take these are the bad guys. And I was like, they're just having a laugh, they're just having a good time, they're just having a party. Yeah. No, well, that's what
1: was that. a bunch of people drinking around a fire and there's one last
0: nantus. <laughs> Getting the tits out. <laughs> drunk and having a good time. A
1: bunch of bastards. I've got to say though, I love the, uh, firstly, I love the way the music at the start of the film <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's very unwestern, isn't it? <laughs> it kind of is once it gets going, you're like, oh, I can see why it's a Western but it's just
1: like <laughs> <laughs> just like jolly and then like the bad guys have their own type of music as well. That's a slight variation on the main soundtrack. Yeah. And it's just totally the genius. It's like we made it with like a, a drum machine or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Five it's, minutes. Yeah, so <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's just it's it, I've watched the start of the film like quite a few times now, just because I love the the way it, it just actually opens up. Like you said, it's just so carte blanche. Like here are the baddies. <laughs>
0: yeah, these are the baddies. I'm a goodie. <laughs> you notice the the brilliant quality of the DVD though with the uh, VHS tracking the so. start.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a pretty poor DVD as well. The, the tape, the it the tape
0: rolls and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, it, at the start he's already being shot and... In a back yeah, it's, it's kind of
1: like... A flashback. No, that's right, yeah. It, it's like a flashback, forward thing going on. <laughs> it's a bit messed up.
0: It feels to me, though, like they didn't mean to set it up that way. It feels like you were supposed to start off with him getting ki- like shot and his family getting killed, and it was mm-hmm. supposed to go in a more linear fashion, but, like, the... The whole flashback thing seems like really quickly cobbled together because it didn't work or something, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah they probably felt, fuck me, this film's like really boring. it so it's they're just three
0: edit- hours long. Yeah, so they just edited like 20 minutes off. It's yeah, quite so- crammed together, but you know, it's, 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 a, it's a quite a low budget. Yeah, I'm not going to like criticise it for that. No, why not? Yeah. We're just trying to get to the action as soon as possible. But the bad guy is called Hogg. He's a yeah, big, big fat bald guy who just tries to rape everything. <laughs> yeah, well it's saying
1: that though he doesn't even try to rape it. He basically just tries to kiss everyone's neck.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's as far as like David Hebner is like willing to go with the rapes. He like, just kisses yeah. neck loads, man. Women hate that shit.
1: <laughs> but I love the guy that plays Hogg as well. Though, like if you watch him through the movie, he's just some like big ass fat lumbering guy yeah. who like he can't even like run or anything. No. There's times, like, at the end of the film where he's, like, he's jogging about and stuff, and you can see he's genuinely knackered. (laughs) It's like, the the blatantly just cast him
0: because he was the tallest person they could find. (laughs) So you look like a big, scary bastard, you want to be in the movie? Yeah. But you mentioned Cody Calloway is an Amish preacher.
1: Yeah, basically. I mean, as we discussed earlier, like... The, the, the stop
0: just short of saying Amish. Yeah, they say Agopi, and I'm like, I, I've tried looking on Google, I can't find if this is an actual real thing or not, or if they just made it up for the movie. If anyone knows what an Agopi
1: is... Yeah, I reckon they just made it up. I reckon they, they, they didn't want to use the word Amish just in case it got any backlash or something it's like
0: that. It's spo- blatantly look Amish.
1: Yeah, it's, it is it's supposed to be Amish. They're the same sort of, like, ideal, same dress sense. And they, don't have lit- be- they don't have beards apart from the hero. Mm. But and like li- living in a close knit community and living off the land and stuff. Yeah, it's t- totally that. way yeah.
0: So, um, at this point, uh, when they're having a the little party, a bar- one of the uh, hogs' henchmen informs him that he came across a town that uh, is complete with a petrol station. So they're going to go and pillage it and kiss everyone's neck. <laughs> Yeah, and, and a cafe as well. Oh, they're, I little cafe.
1: They're very excited about that. He actually says, like, it's even got a cafe. <laughs> <laughs> cafe, definitely let's, go raid that town. Let's go have some
0: fruit cocktail. <laughs> so then we cut to the this town, the little Amish community, where they, we're, we're in the cafe, and it, um, there's an attempted robbery takes place, but then the fucking sheriff turns up. He just looks like a normal cop, and I was like... There's just they're still keeping law enforcement going in the community, wow. which is quite nice. That's
1: it. Yeah, got their own jail and everything going on. <laughs> yeah.
0: But then um, our hero wakes up. He's he's feeling a bit better, and he's being mentored by a guy, Duke. Duke, who's like a typical like John Wayne-esque character. Like, is a country guy, lives out, self-sufficient, lives by himself. I and mean, take him in; he's like a good guy. Teaches him how to shoot and stuff. And but then you know he dies because a couple of pricks try to nick everything. Mm. And,
1: yeah, and again, like with this scene, like a- another exciting example of how like messed up the dialogue and story is. Like, if you notice, like as you said, he he's, he plays an Amish preacher. This guy, yeah, but he's an ex-cop.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was he's like. He's like he says like. He can't shoot a gun at first, and then the yeah. guy's just like, "I just loosen your hand a bit." Then he's a great shot, and he's like, "Where'd you learn to shoot like that? I was a cop, but I never fired my gun." I was it, like, that was a bit confusing. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like I was like laughing, saying like when he said, "Hey, you're a good shot. Where did you learn to shoot like that?" He should have been like, uh, "Just, just then, really, when you showed us. <laughs> <laughs> did you just show us? <laughs> Personally. So yeah, just totally like muddled and messed up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so then once the um, Duke dies. Then, because up to that point, uh, Cody is pretty much like, oh, I'm, I don't want to, f- I'm not a hard ass, you know, I'm quite timid, I just, but I really want revenge. And as soon as he dies, he like nicks his coat, all his guns, and goes off. And he becomes Clint, he stood in like two seconds.
1: Yeah, like cigar chomping badass with uh, a beard and
0: stuff. Yeah, I would have much, just, like after that, he's just like a crack shot, a total bad. I would have preferred at least like the first time he comes across someone is to be like, a bit torn as to about killing people, but straight away he's just like, nah, I'm gonna c I am going to do not give a shit. I'm yeah. people I don't care about my religion.
1: <laughs> I think like what some of that's like Dead funny as well is that, like, at this point in the movie, like, his namesake is pretty much established. Yeah. Like, I didn't really think about it. When I saw the title Deadly Reactor, I guess, like, my mind settled on, like, nuclear fission or yeah, something. Yeah, that's like, what or, mine did as well. Like, reactor, yeah. okay. But no, it's because he reacts hmm. to situations.
0: As he um, <laughs> explains when he's teaching him how to draw, he's like, it's all, you've got to be the reactor. you got to react to <laughs> the other guy. Yeah. And then I- later in the film, when the guy just goes... That's because he's the reactor. He didn't know anything about this conversation.
1: (laughs) And plus, like, I'm pretty sure when it comes to gunfights... Being the person reacting isn't really a good way to go. No. I th- I'm pretty sure you should be the one shooting first. Especially
0: like. in a lawless post-apocalyptic land. It's kind of a shoot <laughs> first, ask questions later.
1: Yeah, It's like, basically, if he wasn't such a reacting pussy, his friend Duke probably wouldn't have died. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> Essentially, if he had just acted first and shot the two fuckers that were, like, holding him to ransom.
0: Yeah, he, like, stands yeah. there for about ten minutes to score him. I'm going to shoot you, mind? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then they just blow him away and he's like I better do something about this situation now
0: <laughs> but then once he's on his way he's uh, got all his gear and stuff, looks like a bit of a badass and he, uh, there's a, a couple of the Amish people being held in a church by two scumbags, one of which is a random British guy like, yeah, yeah, I there, so. what are you giving us some fucking preaching business, meow <laughs> where the fuck did he come from <laughs>
1: I love these, these bad guys as well. If you notice, they're just, like, they're, like, laughing maniacally through <laughs> the entire scene. Like, they're on laughing gas or something. Yeah, they're all ridiculous, like, caricatures.
0: But I like that, though. I like
1: that. Yeah. It's fun. But, but the- it, as well, like, th- like what are they doing? Like, in that scene, they just dick around. Like, they get one of the girls to, like, partially strip off. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, I, I. saw... So they're obviously going to, like, you know, her or something. No, no, they just get a stand on a table and play guitar.
0: <laughs> play, like, a teary rendition of a hymn. <laughs> yeah, they're like, like Whoa!
1: fair enough <laughs> yeah. it's not what I was expecting no
0: though. but um, I think this is probably my favourite bit of the film because that was genuinely cool when they go why, why don't you go give us a sermon or something like that mm. so he does he gets in the pulpit and gives this big badass sermon and then just as, I knew it was coming I knew what he was going to say he finishes his sermon and then just pulls out both of his revolvers and blows them away and I said like, that was yeah. genuinely pretty cool yeah.
1: I was uh, convinced he was gonna say uh, Amen as well afterwards. Yeah, that would have been even better. <laughs> Just blow them away and like oh, Amen. Yeah. But no he didn't. I was surprised.
0: So then next, what happens next? Um oh yeah, Cody pretty much takes out all of them in this um small town.
1: Yeah, he like, chases them out of town, doesn't he, basically, oh. yeah. And it, it it keeps cutting to like hog as well. Hog's off doing like the most fucking boring gun transaction that you could ever like wish to
0: see. That's like, what I found funny was he's like, come on, we'll better go now with a 20-hour drive. And I was like, right, do you really want to drive 20 hours in a post-apocalyptic land where gasoline is very scarce? Is it <laughs> worth it? Is it really worth it just to buy some fucking guns that you've yeah. already
1: got? Probably not, to be
0: fair. Uh, it's just a way to get him out of the movie for a period.
1: Really. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. But, like, that scene's, like, awful and protracted again. Like, there's, like, whole, like five minute chunks where like shit just nothing's going on yeah. <laughs> he's just like oh god
0: the guy with his cocaine and stuff I say, would you really have cocaine after an apocalypse I mean I'm, yeah. I, I'm not trying to pick it apart but that's a bit ridiculous
1: yeah I think booze would be like and even then it's pushing it like because mm. you know I mean you dehydrate you get like drunk and someone could just fucking come and shoot you in the back and steal all your stuff <laughs> exactly. I just yeah so no I don't think people would be uh, hooked on cocaine like who would be making all the co- cocaine and stuff random
0: exactly yeah they just have to like find it and it'd be much mm. easier to find booze than it would be drugs, but this guy's obviously, like, kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> it's in, like, a fucking hovel little shed somewhere. A hovel little shed that doesn't
1: even have a door on it. It's just got, like, <laughs> a bed sheet <laughs> nailed to the wall. Yeah. Apparently, things are that fucking rough in that world that they can't even have doors.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you notice, though, all the Amish people's shirts are nice and white. They've obviously got plenty of detergent.
1: Yeah, they're all very clean and stuff, Yeah. Mm.
0: <laughs> But Next up, the prisoner that tried to, uh, or oh, the, the town puts Cody, and uh, because the sheriff gets shot in the head, one well, not in the head, he gets yeah. shot by Hog, blowed away, he gets shotted. <laughs> and then, so, the they put uh, Cody, who is now like, Man, I'm a better, is the town, is the make him the town sheriff. And then the prisoner from the diner attempts to escape. And this is the film, the part of the film I laughed at the most, because the, obviously, right, he escapes takes um, Cody's gun off him and aims it at his head, and then the guy just looks down, looks back at him, and backs up. Obviously, they forgot to shoot an insert shot of Cody with his gun on his nuts. His gun, yeah.
1: Like, apparently, he just, like, had a massive stunk on
0: when he looked down. Yeah, he, was, he looked at his dick and was like, I'm not mess <laughs> with
1: this guy. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, that's what, you know, you just got to use your imagination,
0: apparently. All I had to do was add in a sound of a hammer being cocked.
1: Yeah. just on the button. <laughs> Yeah, but you would have got it though you know you what know, yeah. I mean know what you're saying yeah you would have been like ah oh, he's got a gun pointed at his at his nuts
0: so- I, I was like did I miss the insert Good. no I didn't I just forgot to put it in there
1: couldn't be asked. and I love that guy as well he's a total fucking village people reject <laughs> I love him, with his fucking hairy chest out and his stubble. Yeah, like yeah. The that. whole film I just kept thinking, fucking village people. I just keep, keep expecting to put, like, a little builder's hat on or something. <laughs> he needed a little cowboy hat. Didn't he, really? he didn't really wear one.
0: I like his little uh, flashback to the war, though. Well, not flashback, but his story with his, his, yeah, his wooden cellmate.
1: Forced exposition there on the characters. Basically, he's, like, an ex-soldier, mm. apparently. Um, but he's Chinese, uh, yeah, like prison cellmate he's like someone that he once knew and he, he ran away when they needed him the most he was the radio operator wasn't he
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah he, uh, he fucked off during a
0: firefight and, and left his unit to die
1: so it's a, <laughs> a, kind it's, of like
0: yeah. this this film's version of uh, I was in Nam back in 72 <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> Paper thin as well, like that. But and then like the next scene when he's in the jail, scene, like the, the bit we're talking about when he, he lets him out, mm. there's just no sign of that Chinese guy. Yeah,
0: was, he turns up like an hour later. was where was he hiding? <laughs> just such a mess. Yeah. But then he makes him his deputy. Yeah. And um.
1: Well, he, he knew he'd look good in leather and chaps. He's so, you know. like, <laughs> I like the look of you. <laughs> Gets, like, a fucking a Police Academy little outfit on, you know, with a leather, like, cap and stuff. <laughs> Blue Oyster gay bar sort of shit yeah. going on. That's totally what they should have done.
0: <laughs> but uh, it's around this point where, like, um, the main lady of the Amish uh, community, who Hog really wants to go at, suddenly decides she's in love with Cody
1: after <laughs> two minutes. And there's, like, a fucking horrendous, like, love scene.
0: Yeah, the shagging like a swamp or something. Yeah.
1: Another thing that's quite funny, actually, I know, like, I could pick this film a bit. Are you going to mention be... the
0: timeline? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the fact she's blatantly like some sort I don't know who she is, but she's blatantly like, a, you know, a bit of a beach babe or something. Mm. yeah, she's supposed to be like this Amish girl who's heavily religious and stuff, who just fucking happens to have, like, a G-string tan line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
0: come on. Not very Amish to go, like, topless bathing in that extreme, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: they didn't even try but yeah I noticed that straight away yeah, it's okay. pretty hard not to which has got like a lily white ass. the rest of it's like <laughs> yeah so dude, like I said I mean it's the sort of things where maybe he's been petty picking that sort of stuff apart But you know
0: that's why that's, that's what you've got to you've got to do that with, with these movies because you know you can't just look over them because there's obviously there's always so many of them yeah but next up uh, Cody uh, after the Epic shag yeah. by the lake. Uh, Cody kits out the whole town with guns, even like the, the old Amish guys. Yeah. <laughs> we just yeah. like, I've never fired a gun in my life.
1: Yeah, and like, it is a bit weird, like, that the whole strife that they create, because one of them basically is like, no, I refuse to shoot, like, guns and stuff. Mm. And he's kind of like portrayed as being, like, a bit of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, to be fair. <laughs> He is, like, religious, and, like, he's just saying, look, I don't want to kill anyone. <laughs> and then, like, in the film, it's all like, oh, he's, like, a, a bit of a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, even though he vindicates himself eventually, like, but... Does he? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, he, end, he ends up, like, blowing some guy with a shotgun towards the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, you know, to be fair, like, fuck's sake, he's just saying, like, you know, I'm a man of, like, you know, God and stuff. I don't want to kill someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, fair news.
0: And this guy's Cody, he's just turned his back on his religion. He's like, fuck off, he won't he kill people and <laughs> that. Yeah.
1: But yeah, th- this, I mean, we'll get on we'll set. The next scene's
0: like, probably the most ridiculous bit in the film, but like, where does Cody go for the next 10 minutes? Of yeah, movie? it's like he just hides, going, I'm just going to wait until they get on and make me like, triumph and return and save everyone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I reckon he just fucking fell asleep somewhere. for a <laughs> <He's> nap. Just... <laughs> 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 he woke up and was like, oh shit. Shit's kicking off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because that bit—that was like the most boring bit in the film. When the action kicks off with that bit, I was just bored. Yeah, well, just, it's just firing—not just—it's just guns firing for like five minutes with nothing really going on. <laughs>
1: it's ridiculous. Like the villain, like I think the angle they're supposed to have been going down was that because they're not killers, they're supposed to be really crap shots. Mm. But it's just like hilarious. <laughs> like even like Cody like preps them by saying, "Oh, you know, make every shot count." <laughs> but then as soon as the villains turn up, they're, like, unloading into the sky and stuff and just shooting randomly. And the villains are, like, they're not even that arsed. They're just stood in the middle of the street. <laughs>
0: even, the, even the two guys that were in a war oh shit. Yeah, yeah, well,
1: that's yeah, something I was, was meaning to mention before. Like, yeah, the two ex-soldiers, <laughs> they can't shoot for shit. <laughs> like, there's a bit where, like, they're shooting down at this one guy or something, and, mm. like... He just stands there laughing, and then, he, like, when they finally run out of ammo, he's like, "Get down here!" <laughs> he's like, "Okay," <laughs> like, "You're some pissed off, like, parent." Yeah. The something. guy that's on the roof—you could have just stayed on the roof. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking like genius. It's so funny that, bit, like,
0: but then Cody returns and kicks everybody's ass. Oh, ah, yes, good old Cody.
1: And it, it's probably worth mentioning now, actually, like. I, I loved the, uh, where, wherever they shot the film. You know, it must have been some sort of, like, ex-mining town or something.
0: Yeah, it's a good location for a post-apocalyptic movie, especially for a post-apocalyptic western. Mm,
1: yeah, cause, I mean, I'm assuming, you know, like, they didn't spend any money making a set. No,
0: probably They probably, no, they probably just found it.
1: They probably just drove out in the middle of nowhere, it's mm-hmm. like, Nevada or something, and just found this, like, uh, ruined ex-mining town or something. It's always so, surprising yeah, what
0: the locations you find that low-budget filmmakers find in for mm. making, like, post-partum movies. like All those, like, Italian, like, Escape from New York ripoffs and like, the early 80s and stuff, they were mostly filmed in New York, but the mount the sets they found, because, obviously, New York was a shithole at the time.
1: Yeah. The sets,
0: yeah. the places they found to film, it's, like, it's amazing. You just believe it's a set after, like, an apocalypse or something. Yeah. And this is the same.
1: Yeah, it was, like, one of the sort of cool bits in the
0: film. I thought, oh, I, you know, it's probably, like, grimy and shitty and stuff. Yeah. Especially that, like, train, that abandoned train station that have, like, some of the end fighting between Cody and Hogg. Yeah, yeah. That was quite a nice, uh, like, another location as well. See, yeah, after, like, Cody comes in and saves the day, it's pretty much hog-buggers off. What the hell's the woman's name? I can't even remember. <sighs> uh,
1: no, I know the act, uh, Alison Davis or something. Mm. Um, She's pretty hard actually. Let's have a look. Alison Davis, Shauna. it. Mm. Uh, yeah, Shauna.
0: Once he, he takes her off, like, even though all the shit's kicking off, he's like, right, that's it, time's run out, I'm going to rape you now.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like... All he's, like, transfixed on is just rape. <laughs>
0: That's all he cares But All his men have just been killed, and he's like, what, I don't care. I just want to like, rape this woman's neck.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, so <like>, ridiculous.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, then, like, Cody ends up getting an axe handle in the back of the head and tied to, like, a, a bed and gets, like, smacked around with that, and then a guy wastes all his bullets... Firing around him, laughing I as all these <laughs> bad guys seem to do.
1: Yeah, again, like, post-apocalyptic world, Yeah, they're just totally wasteful with their ammunition. <laughs>
0: <laughs> insane. It was he just going to, like, do it and then just beat him to death slowly with the axe handle?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think, is it just before then, Hog is, is it? No, it's not Hog. it is him, the guy with the gun. He just gets the axe handle, goes up on him, and he just smacks him in the nuts. <laughs> in the shade. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he hit him like on the leg, mm. and then he hits him like I don't know if it's the inner thigh or actually the nuts. I think, I it's, think, I think it's the nuts. I think there was a bit of pinch going on there. Like, <laughs> you know, hit him, hit him right there. Like there was a bit of pinch on his nuts. <laughs> but like, and then afterwards he's like struggles to walk. <laughs> yes. That's what I took from that bit.
0: Anyway, a I real think. injury.
1: Yeah, he's like ah me nuts.
0: <laughs> bit like that episode of The Hulk where he clams himself on a desk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Classic. So, yeah, then it's it's pretty much the big standoff between Hogg and Cody, and you can, you can guess who wins.
1: Yeah. Hogg. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, so anyway, it's anti-climax. <laughs> Hog um, wins and rips the one. <laughs> uh, probably be a better film. <laughs> um, but no, like, Cody luckily finds two shotguns just lying in the middle of nowhere. Yeah,
0: it's so, always handy, and, isn't
1: it? <laughs> and manages to blow them away. Yeah. And again, like, in this scene, this is what I was talking about earlier, it's totally apparent that Hog is, like, not athletic at all. <laughs> I know, I mean, he's a big guy. But, like, he's, he's moving around and he just looks uncomfortable as fuck. <laughs> he's, like, the the bit where, like, if you notice, if you ever watch it again, um, if you ever watch it again, watch. where <laughs> Cody, like, he, like, he goes through, like, the tree line or something at one point and Hog goes through the tree line. Yeah. And, like, he, like, does that thing, you know, where you're, like, you're worried about spiders and stuff. <laughs>
0: He totally does that. Like, he's like, <laughs> spiders. Like, really gingerly goes through
1: them. Yeah, It's like, oh, badass. <laughs> oh,
0: dear. So, yeah. What, all in all, what did you did you enjoy the movie? I've got to be honest. I think, yeah. Uh,
1: I had a great laugh with it watching it, yeah. I would like, after the film, like, finished, I actually, like, re-rewound it and I watched, like, bits back again and stuff. Yeah. Because, so, I mean, uh, it. Yeah.
0: it, it, it it's it's a unique film in the way that that isn't. I can only think of one more post-apocalyptic western, and that's that like Gary Daniels movie called Harvest, which is a better movie than this. But yeah, it's weird that no one really ever goes down that route because it's an it's a cool thing, like you know, mixing the west with the old west with like mm. post-apocalypse. I think it's a cool idea, and you know, it's it's a unique idea, and mm-hmm. it was pretty entertaining. I had some good moments. I mean, you know, you can't take away that it's a really low budget movie with some like unintentional humor and stuff, but it's not too bad. No, it's not too bad. I mean, you know, acting's a bit like ridiculous.
1: The, the 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 film's not helped by the the terrible DVD transfer. There's shocking sound going on. There's times where you're like, "What the fuck were they just talking about?" <laughs> yeah, the, the ending's a bit weird. Mm. Like, where essentially, like they've just beaten off hog. Yeah,
0: uh, he him off. Yeah, not beating him off in that sense. <laughs> That'd be a hell of an ending.
1: <laughs> yeah, he kills him and then he beats him off. That's <laughs> what um, so you
0: get for killing me, family. No,
1: uh, he be- he defeats the gang, shall we say. And then like uh, another car of villains pulls up <laughs> like immediately, and they're like, "Hey, where's the- some place good to eat uh, before we come back and de- like destroy this town or something?"
0: That, it, I can't even remember that. Did that happen?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't just dream that, did it? I no, yeah, right at the, right at the very end, the last scene is a car full of like badasses pulling up, and they're all like, "Yeah, where's the someplace good to eat uh, before we come back and destroy this place?" <laughs> and then like Cody's like. Uh, Down there and he points and then the car goes down the road and you watch the car drive all the way down the road (laughs) and then it pulls up and they get out and go into the cafe, like the famed cafe, that's amazing. Mm. And then Cody and his girlfriend walk off into the middle of nowhere. That's, like, how the film ends. I remember them walking off. I don't remember that for some reason. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, just, there's, like, I mean, the dialogue's weird, because, like, I didn't pick up what they said at first. Like, mm. I had, like, we literally had to, like, check it out on, like, online and stuff, because the fucking sound was that bad. So, after all that, there's just, like, another group of badasses, like, instantly.
0: It might be the message of the film, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, why bother?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the message of the film you may as well just fucking let those neck rapers come in and do what
0: I <laughs> <laughs> thought it should have ended with just those guys going we're going to come back and destroy it and Cody just
1: going ah in credits fucks it yeah. It's like, so yeah, in a way, it's a bit of an anti-climax, like, because obviously, like, Cody's, like, shot up and stuff, and mm. a, bit, a bit fucked and that, and they've not got
0: any ammo and stuff, and there's, like, a whole new gang to contend us. <laughs> Why did not they just end it with them asking that, and then him just pulling his shotgun up, firing, and then it ends?
1: Yeah, well, because, you know, that would have been, like, a the- good idea. <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to see i mean i was looking on uh on imdb at his other films and i think we've probably got to pick out some of his other films to watch
0: it'll really be interesting fun. yeah
1: yeah because they do sound quite good like there's i noticed there's like uh like night Earth, oh, was it night
0: dawn of the living dead he made oh yeah 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 i always yeah, i always say that in bargain bins and shit i was yeah it's fucking terrible did, yeah. he, did he direct it
1: yeah, like, again, he, like, directed it, fucking, like, did the sound. He <laughs> was the cameraman and
0: stuff. Yeah. Um, bit of an old tale, like,
1: But apparently, like, people, uh, just from what I've read online, people are always buying that film, thinking it's, like, somehow, like, you know, like, Dawn of the day. Oh, so yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Getting, like, pissed off when it turns <laughs> up in the post. like, what the fuck's this <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that made his laugh like he's probably made like loads of money just off the bite of that probably
0: I think it's one of those films though, that has a different title and it's been re-released as Dawn of the Living Dead because mm. I think on the IMDB it's under a different title if you search for that because I think I've searched for it before and went like oh right cash in I knew it, I knew it wasn't part of the fucking series or anything but I just no. where the hell it came from yeah but yeah I was I was wondering when it first started and I was like okay the guy wrote it directed it starred in it I was like did he make this as a bit of a vanity project <laughs>
1: no I think looking at it like he's, he, that's like his thing really just
0: with all his own movies it was just because yeah. like, he's the hero and he's a total badass in it and stuff and I was like he's just like the whole film's like him making himself look good <laughs> yeah I
1: think well I think there has to be a certain amount of vanity goes with that like definitely yeah, yeah. I
0: wonder
1: like how religious he is I mean he must be if he's
0: oh yeah like, he does Christian music and stuff yeah just
1: surprising that like you know like how religious can he be making a film about people getting shot to
0: shit and stuff oh, yeah exactly that? <laughs> it's strange mm-hmm. so yeah that's a Deadly Reactor it's worth a watch if you like uh, uh, you know some obscure post-apocalyptic westerns it's if that's a fucking genre <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I loved it mate I think it's one of them films that's like bargain bin film that's a bit shit and like you can have a good laugh with it and stuff
0: mm. it's not really one of those ones that's well known and like you know, it's not it's not 100% so bad it's a good type of movie but it's not, no. really well, it's not really well known in those circles so i recommend yeah. giving it a watch if it sounds interesting to you Yes. So yeah, that's, that's, that's that. That's Deadly good. Reactor. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> just when we, uh, took a little break there. Uh, Chris just told me that his he's ringtone now is the theme from Deadly Reactor. Oh, yes. And his message tone is the opening narration. <laughs> like, yeah, you are I, a huge fan of this movie.
1: <laughs> I am. here. here we go. I'll give you a sample of the um, text tone. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And
0: play the theme for folks. <laughs>
1: Let's have a look. Actually, you know, it's a really good ringtone. I love it. Yeah. No it. Oh, no, 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 that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's good. It's <laughs> good.
0: Oh, God, that was really surprising when you showed us that.
1: <laughs> I'm going to keep that for, like, ages now. That's, like, my permanent ringtone.
0: You also said you're going to get all of his other movies.
1: I reckon I will, actually, just because, like, they all look to be the same calibre, <laughs>
0: to be oh. honest. <laughs> Welcome back, um, homies. Yo, yo. Yo, <laughs> Uh, right, uh, Rage and Cage. now, it's time for some David Hebner action, for the first time since, um, was it episode De- 16, gosh. maybe 17? So, yeah, Deadly Reactor, I think it was, it was quite a while ago. Yeah, it was a couple episodes ago, um, but there was something there. Uh, we, I think we managed to, uh, we're starting a revolution with uh, Deadly Reactor, because you know I sent a copy to me mate James, mm. in Wales, um... And uh, a listener of the show, Grindhouse Dave, sent us a picture on uh, Twitter the other day. It was a picture of Deadly Reactor. He picked it up in a uh, charity shop. <laughs> nice. So you'll have to let me know what you thought, Dave, because it's a masterpiece of um, Amish Western action.
1: We should be like Dave having to pay PR people or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we should get some sort of commission for this. I think actually what actually said as well during the interview, uh, it doesn't matter if we spoil it, no one's going to fucking watch it on our recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> people have. the only film where like people are actually like buying copies of it and shit. We're probably like doubled the sales overnight. Probably, it's yeah. so like from one to two. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, not fair. Because <laughs> we did actually. I did. I did genuinely enjoy Deadly Reactor.
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's once you just like get settled into it and see past you know the shortcomings. Obviously, the budget and, and all the rest. Mm. It, it's just like a daft, enjoyable film. Yeah, mm. and it's, it's the same with us, I guess. Once you see past some of the budgetary constraints and that, that, that.
0: Yeah, um, but I'll, I'll read the the imd plot synopsis just because it's really fucking misleading and i think it's (laughs) totally pointless yeah Uh, after his girlfriend is kidnapped by a vicious mobster cage that's david hevner rips into action with a vengeance retired from kickboxing to pursue dreams of being an entertainer cage is forced into a death match with the brutal doctor death he must win or he will die that's the last (laughs) 20 minutes of the movie literally if that yeah and like plus like it's it's kind of established, but it's not
1: really established that he's, he hasn't retired from kickboxing to pursue dreams of being an entertainer <laughs> at all. No, not really. <laughs> he's basically he comes out of the military, stumbles into the brutal world of, of like of crime, and he ends up becoming like I assume an illegal kickboxer. Mm. And then he recognizes, well, he's having like trauma and flashbacks from Vietnam. Yeah. So he decides he can't fight anymore because it's like destroying him and yeah. that's kind of why he leaves Kickbox.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I think that was that says it was written by someone on IMDb I don't know if someone just made that up or it's off the back of the box it sounds like it's off the back of the video box or something. Yeah because it's, it. it's kind
1: of playing on, on the films like it's like creating this this linchpin for, like, audiences. Like, look, this is what the film's about, come and see it. Where, really, if it was
0: honestly, like, a synopsis, you'd probably read and go, what the fuck? Because, yeah, I mean, you look at the, at the video cover, and it's him, like, with his fists up, and he looks all bloody and stuff. Really, if you want to be, like, honest about it, the picture should be him with an acoustic guitar looking sad.
1: <laughs> with his little shirt on and stuff.
0: <laughs> and, I mean, the, the fucking, uh, that, um like advertisement I put on the Facebook page which is like what does it say something like more kick than kickboxer more blood than blood sport like less
1: blood than blood sport (laughs) less kick than kickboxer
0: yeah Yeah. but uh, we'll start at the beginning I mean the the movie opens with um, a fight between David Hevner and uh, Benny the Jedi it was a very small role Pretty random, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, although it, it says introducing. I mean, he'd made fucking movies before this. Yeah, because this was like 91, wasn't it? Yeah, so he made, made loads of films. he made Wheels and Meals and Dragons Forever. That's enough to not be, like, you know, have to put introducing on your fucking. Yeah. Start your credits. I thought that was a bit odd. But he has a fight with the. Benny the Jet and like has him battered pretty much, but then of course he has a Nam flashback and then that just ruins it and he gets chinned.
1: I thought I laughed at that. I thought, like, you always know you're going to be in a good place for the film when it pretty much starts with Nam
0: flashback. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in a dead unfortunate time, right in the middle of a kickboxing match, he just happens to have a Nam flashback as a mad whitey and just gets battered by Benny the yeah. Jet. It's a shame that
1: they didn't use Benny the Jet as well, actually. It's a shame he didn't play Dr. Death for some of
0: it. Yeah, exactly. Unless he was that- just fucking doing it as a favour or something
1: maybe because I think that would have probably tied the film together better if he like came back as Doctor Death and like you know tied in with the, the start of the film and that
0: yeah like a rematch type of thing yeah yeah, but, you know. but then next um, he's, he's like he's in the training, he's in the locker room and he's all beat up and stuff he's like I can't fight anymore and like the guy who's like arranging the fights so you get the impression he's like a mob Mm. You know, sort of mob guy's called Mr. Rigetti, and he's got two goons there, one of which looks like the Big Show. <laughs> yeah, he does, actually, the Big Ball guy, yeah. I, actually thought for, for, I knew it wouldn't be, but I was kind of double taking going, that looks hella like the Big Show.
1: <laughs> They're totally like, uh, like a comedic sort of duo, and it's almost like
0: Cannonball Run 2 or something. It? it is a little bit, yeah. It is too. <laughs> what is it, what's his name? Lou and Sal, or something like that. Yeah, like, total typical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then we cut to... Um, However, I don't know, it, it really just jumps to this point. It where jumps.
1: At, at this point, it, I was thrown, because I, I thought, is this a flashback? Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, and it, it blatantly isn't. It's, again, pretty bad editing at this point, like, where you're like, when or when now?
0: Yeah, because I didn't even, if it took us about 10 minutes to like figure out where he was supposed to be, until he mentioned it, because it cuts to him and sort of like a psychiatrist's office, and it turns out he's in a, like, a VA hospital, like a hospital like vet, war veterans and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why would he be there now?
1: Yeah, like, after fighting in the illegal underground world of kickboxing. Yeah,
0: I think Nam's been over for years. I thought you like went into a VA hospital, like, directly after the war. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but then he meets his, um, his pal, who um, is also a war veteran, who gives him a guitar. Who I was
1: uh, expecting him to have no legs. I was quite disappointed.
0: Yeah, was it, why is he, he called Legs? Why is he called Legs?
1: <laughs> I was thinking, wow, this is going to be harsh. When, yeah. like, he turns up and he hasn't got any legs. But then he did have legs. I was like,
0: random. Oh, yeah. But Legs is kind of a hermit who just stays in his room because he's scarred by the war and all that jazz.
1: Which is basically like, uh, like a, not a B story, but a C story or something in this film. Mm. It's like another sort of uh, plot point that's going on in the film in the background. Like yeah. his struggle to help his friend out of his room.
0: <laughs> Which kind of, I mean, it, it does go somewhere right at the last second, but... It, it just seems like it, we'll get to it at the end, but it seems like when the wrap up his story, they just did it really quickly because they couldn't be asked.
1: Yeah, they're like, oh, we could never just jump to him coming to save the day. That's not going to be believable.
0: <laughs> That's but yeah, then, the, uh, evil promoter, Mr. Ragetti, wants to set up a new fight and he no, mm-hmm. has no idea where, um, Cage is. The Raging and Cajun. Cage and Cage. So he sends a uh, big show and. Sal <laughs> so off to find him until so I see them for a little while but then uh, Cage moves in with his hot lady friend yeah
1: yeah that uh, Charlene Tilton from mm. Dallas and yeah, stuff
0: yeah yeah and when it started I was like she looks kind of familiar so I was like look what she was in. I was like that'll be where I know from fucking Dallas
1: <laughs> everyone knows that like the face is from Dallas whether you know it or not
0: so yeah, what happens at this point again hold on let's consult my 20 page notes
1: well obviously we've got uh, Heaven Eye
0: truning on the guitar we've got to mention that like oh yeah that, that's coming don't worry we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, be, we'll be talking in depth about the music in the movie yeah it cuts the it at at like a country bar and just playing with a the band and they're pretty badass the band I must say. yeah yeah it's, it's got it's good country vibe a lot of the uh, country artists seem pretty swinging like. yeah I quite like I mean the, the music in it Kendra, with the exception of some of the random shit that comes in at the end the music in general reminds us of the stuff from like Every Which Way But Loose and stuff like mm. that so I quite liked a lot of the music in it yeah uh, but Cage uh, has a job at the club, the uh, country club, as a dishwasher. Yeah, with, with a, a stereotypical Italian guy
1: who's called like fucking Pepe or something, or oh, it's Mario or something. It's
0: Pedro, I think. Is it? <laughs> and he looks like the fucking soup Nazi from Seinfeld. It's on, yeah, it does. <laughs> I just love when I saw that, I was just like,
1: oh, Jesus. His little hat on and his little uh, moustache and stuff, and yeah. then he's all, I'm a me and stuff.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> he does a dirty high reference for no reason. Doesn't to make yeah. his day or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> but then, fucking, yeah, Cage was getting on washing the dishes and that. Someone drops a glass and instantly has an arm flashback. I was like, fucking, anything sets him off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's all clutching his face to the corner, and, that. and then he, uh,. Pedro comes up he's like, It was only a glass. It's like, he's clearly not reacting to the glass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a combo, man. Oh, yeah, it's like, we'll just get a new ones. <laughs> <laughs> like Damon, he's like, When you a nap? <laughs> um, but then it's uh, after this, it's uh, Hevner music video time where he just decides to sit on a bench near the beach and just play a fucking song for no reason. It's, it's great. It's like. Just the lyrics. Like, I think so One of the lyrics is,
1: uh, "I would turn gravel into gold for you, yeah. uh, and I would swim across the deepest sea." <laughs> You've got love songs with lyrics like that. I
0: know, just classic, classic. Just like almost, highest
1: mountain, deepest sea. High <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> the numbers, romantic tunes. <laughs> but the, the funny thing about it is, it's not like. I mean, this might be nitpicking. It's not really, but um. How he's, he's just sitting there with like a sort of acoustic. It's not an acoustic, but you know, it's not plugged in anything. And then, mm. but there is kind of a whole band playing behind him. Mm.
1: And- yeah, I, I noted this down in my notes. I said it, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, he said, it's, it's not really nitpicking. Like, as soon as he puts his hand on the guitar, like, a full band starts.
0: <laughs> and I was just like, who's playing bass?
1: <laughs> like, And he sat there, and, like, he's slightly moving his thumb, and he's not even moving his hand on the fretboard or anything. It's like,
0: he is clearly not playing that guitar. Well- But it's almost like you're scared to touch the strings because they're going to dub it on later or something. But they're going to dub the whole song on with your vocals. Why not just at least look like you're playing the guitar? Yeah, at least try. (laughs) But the, the funny thing is that even though it's like a whole band playing, when it cuts to another shot of the woman at the door, it like fades down. So it sounds like it's in the background. So yeah. like, that music is supposed to be happening at the time. You'd think the woman would be like, where, where are they all the other people that you were playing with?
1: Yeah, like fucking piano and stuff in the background. <laughs> like
0: <that>. I was <laughs> waiting for drums to kick in for it to really take the piss. <laughs> like <a spoof. laughs> yeah. or something. Or at the pan over and there'd be a whole band there on the boardwalk playing with them. <laughs> yeah, in the background. But then, um, um, what's her name? Ali. Um, yeah. Comes up behind him and then straight away he's like, nah, Just runs
1: off. <laughs> I, I told, I'd laughed at that. I knew you'd like that. Yeah. Just the way he stomps off. Just like that was lovely. And then he's just like, "No!" He yeah. just runs off. Don't look at and me. Then if you watch it, like he throws these like his lyrics or whatever, his, his sheet music. He like chucks it behind him like Dead Strugglely. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's just like so he's in, on top of having like you know problems with Nam and stuff. He's also very shy about his music. Let's <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll see. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he has a bit of a tantrum, and uh, he came kind of, he, even later, when he meets up with her again, he's like, what do you want? And this is like the next day, I was like, you're not over yet. <laughs> it yet. No, yeah, because she says something like,
1: uh, I can't remember, she says something, and then he says something like, oh, yeah, she pulls up next to him in her car, and she says, yeah, do, do you want a lift? And he goes, I'd rather walk.
0: <laughs> and she's like, it's 20 miles, he's like, I don't care. <laughs> and he's even like, I don't like red cars. Yeah, a total bitch. Yeah, he acts like a red bitch. Uh, but this point we're reduced to um, Rigetti's uh, kickboxing challenger, uh, Dr. Death, who was a yeah. bit of a mental bastard.
1: Yeah, but also, he looks like he should just be working in like a fucking takeaway
0: doing pizzas or something <laughs>
1: It does not look like Doctor Death.
0: He doesn't look like he does not. It's not that physically he's intimidating, but like I think when like he just he like he stops the fight for a bit, doesn't he? Like rips his boxing gloves up or something. Yeah, he rips his boxing glove
1: in half to prove how hard he is, mm. and then he just beats on an unsuspecting person with his bare
0: fist. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> he just goes up to him and starts doing full-on spin kicks on him for like two minutes. <laughs> Uh, but then, you know, we're, we're, Cage decides to open up a bit and talk about um, the flashbacks. And Did you notice the really out-of-place horror movie music while he's describing all this?
1: Yeah, because it, it does that, and then it changes again, doesn't it? The music made better Yeah, it's like romantic music, but yeah. it's not like
0: he's sitting there going, I get I get these flashbacks, and I'm at now... He's just like, yeah, they're very, they're very hard to deal with. And the music's like... Dah, 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 dah. <laughs> <laughs> totally mad. Yeah, and then, you know, it softens up a bit, and have a little little chat about it and then um, more random horror music when he goes to see Legs again he's like come on man let's go down the hall music's again like fucking Friday the 13th or something yeah it's supposed to be like an emotional scene and they're just like cheapening it by putting big fucking like orchestra music in the background and it's a shame because actually like aside
1: from a little bit of dodgy acting it's quite a sort of a good scene really like yeah you know, yeah like, it's like it, it, some of the strengths of the film like that sort of storyline where he's trying to f- f- like help his friend come out of the room and stuff yeah if they just played on that a little bit more and used it a bit better in the film, it could have come out a lot better.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree, yeah. It's, it's 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 weird. Well, I say it's weird that a film like this has like a, like a, a subplot like that, but then again it's not really the film I was expecting it to be. I was expecting it to be like a sort of kickboxer knockoff, like there was loads back then of like, you know, like American kickboxer and all those type of things. But it's not. Like kickboxing is pretty much a very minor detail in the movie. Yeah, very minor. It's,
1: it's easy to forget that Div- David Heaven is like built as a martial artist, is not he? I know. Yeah. And I always forget that. I always kind of think of him as like, now I think like he's like a musician and actor. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I think of a mu- musician first, especially after this. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, you know, the clips I've seen of that outlaw force once again in that he plays a country singer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm as visual mention it because this is like an ongoing thing at this point. But he's he's uh, dodgy Cajun accent that he does through the whole film. Is
0: it Cajun though? That's what I was yeah. thinking. I was like, they say he's from like New Orleans and stuff, but he just sounds like he's from Texas.
1: Yeah, well, because well, he is from Texas, like in, in reality. <laughs> mm. So he can't do a fucking Cajun accent. Mm. He's trying to do it. He's all like, "Oh, mon cher, I'm from Texas." <laughs> 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 like he just and then there's loads of times he's like. Come on, baby girl and stuff. And he like wasn't a like weird like.
0: What was what was <laughs> was it Nicholas Cage? That was your impression of Nicholas Cage for years. Just shouting "I'm from Texas." <laughs>
1: I'm from Texas. <laughs> uh, Conair! Conair,
0: Yeah. Oh, I used to fucking I cried when you first did that impression. Put burnt down. I'm from Texas. <laughs> that, is, that is how Cage sounds in Conner though
1: does yeah he's like, like special through the whole film we take
0: the piss out of Texans we take the piss out of Nicholas Cage's terrible attempt at being a Southern. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just totally doesn't have it in him
0: mm.
1: I think it's the same again with like with David Hever now. like he, he's just too Texan he can't
0: hide his accent I think or something mm. he does try bless him yeah bless him but we'll get some more music at this point there's a lot of fucking, yeah. There's a lot of fucking music in this. It, if you like cooking music? You love this movie?
1: Yeah, it's it, it's constantly jumping to like just and like a full-on like four-minute scene of just someone
0: playing music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And at this point, him and Ali have a little jam in the closed club and stuff, and then he he has another fucking tantrum. Fucking Pedro and his mates come in with BB guns. I was was wanting to mention this to you. I
1: I thought I would just. I was going to text you and mention it, but I thought I would let you say it first. Like, he basically just scampers off like a scared cat. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, The person in the room, and he's like.
0: (laughs) He
1: disappears out the bottom of the scene. He
0: does. it's, it's, It's. They handle it in such a weird way. It's not like he like, just storms off. He literally runs like you shit scared.
1: I watched it. I watched that bit like three times. I thought, I thought it was more funny. Like I said, just, if you just imagine him being like a, scat, a cat getting sprayed out with a water bottle or something, that's literally how he, he does off.
0: But at this point, though, we're 45 minutes into the movie and we've had one fight scene in the first minute. Yeah, That's it.
1: It's a really it's a slow paced film, like a really slow paced
0: film, and it's, it is not what it's pretending to be. It's not an action movie in the slightest. No. Yeah, now we'll get, we'll get a montage, but obviously because it's not a fucking kickbox movie, we don't get a training montage, we we'll get a music montage. Yeah, just him, and like, there's like a bit when he's playing guitar again with his little hat on and stuff. Mm. <laughs> and then there's the song in the background. And I, this is what I thought the lyrics were I just slipped on my best friend.
1: Yeah, because I thought it was I just slept with my best friend (laughs) I just slept with my best friend And now I'm in love (laughs) Fair enough (laughs) You slept with legs (laughs) I thought that was his best friend
0: Oh, what does he actually say? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I heard it is, I just slipped on my best friend. I was like, how can you slip on your best friend? Is that slang for something? S-
1: slipped up with my... I don't even know what he says. Yeah. I, I don't think he says sleep either, because I listened to it and I thought, I don't think he's saying that, but it's random if he is. We'll have to ask Kevin. Then. We'll find him
0: and ask him. <laughs> Get him on Twitter. <laughs> but uh, uh, Big Show and... Uh, I'm just calling him Big Show. He fucking was Big Show. Big Show and his pal show up and um, put a bit of a hurting on Cage.
1: Yeah, you know, uh the turn up to an overweight mafia guy and a, a short guy with a little curly hairdo turn up and they rough up an ex-Vietnam veteran who's been kickboxing in the underground
0: scene for a few years Then yeah. they rough them up
1: <laughs> how does that work but surely this, he would beat the shit out of them
0: but at this point though this is where the Nam flashback side effects are really inconsistent normally he has a Nam flashback and he turns into like a quivering fucking mess on the floor this time he gets the hulks out and beats the fuck out of them yeah basically it's like fucking Popeye on spinach or something <laughs> didn't this happen in the opening fight <laughs> so random yeah but then he just scarpers. he like gives them a couple of taps and then just scarpers. he runs for like a mile and
1: sweats loads <laughs> yeah. and then eventually stops in the catch-up moment. i was impressed that big show could keep up so well <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh and then ali gets kidnapped unfortunately in the uh, you don't see this but the, well there's the slapper around with it <laughs> <laughs> the vice yeah and then they go put a hand in the vice don't you talk and then it just cuts and you're like did did, did they put a hand in the vice and like, yes they did
1: yeah, later on you see it's just all got a bandaged hand like Jesus, <laughs> that's a bit harsh
0: and then we're treated to yet another performance of a band in the club which has no relevance whatsoever because it's intercut with like a scene of cage and that mr getty guy talking about the fight and it's a quite a, like serious dark scene well, like Reggady's, like I'm gonna keep as uh, my insurance to make sure you'll fight. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, because I, I I don't know if they were really pushing
1: them because I think they play their whole song. Yeah, they do that 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 band. You see, like from start to finish. And I was thinking, like, I wonder if that was like quite a big band in like Heaven's Eyes or something, and they really used them because you're right. It it keeps
0: cutting back and forwards, and it, it plays out the whole song. Yeah. It's like in the middle of a scene, and it's not like they're in the same even the same like location, <laughs> yeah I, I my theory is they're all heaven as mates,
1: yeah, possible doing that. them
0: a favor and like putting them in the movie and stuff, and uh so it's fight time now, but um not <laughs> not before more fucking music, which was the most the, out of place, Yeah. It's <laughs> I just honestly as soon as he came on it started. I was in fucking stitches me just, too just some guy like a leather jacket doing some like 80s pop yeah oh, watch watch, watch. <laughs> I love it <laughs> totally, it is best song the movie and the best lyric in it is "My radio only plays AM." Yeah, didn't matter last night when totally you were rocking like, in my bed, in my bed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, was, I had to pause it at that
1: point. <laughs> I listened to that again. I went back and went, "Jesus, it's, that's it, funny."
0: It's like it might not sound funny, but it's the fucking enthusiasm in the song. It's like when you <laughs> were rocking in my bed, it's all fucking like bam, bam, bam. Totally. Yeah.
1: Like I had to like keep checking IMDb. Like, what
0: was this made in ninety one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't, didn't that that song does not sound like it was from 91. <laughs> the whole film has, like, a, a
1: late 70s, early 80s vibe to it. It does a bit, like, I think it's just Like, the, the cause and the style and the
0: hair and stuff. Yeah, I think that's probably a lot to do with the country music, though. Because mm. as I said, it sounds like the soundtrack from Every Which We Have Blues. <laughs> yeah, totally. But the chorus of that song, the fucking hip leather jacket-wearing guy... Yeah, The chorus was just, let's live together. I was like, this is a song about moving in with your girlfriend. Because <laughs> she rocks the bed. <laughs> I hope we can get the soundtrack to this. <laughs> well, funnily
1: enough, I, I was reading uh, <laughs> on the, the original release of it, the film starts with a trailer for the soundtrack. That's the same with Outlaw Force as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, but it's all like, some, it says something like, uh, you know, these tracks are only available on,
0: on cassettes and yeah. stuff. It's like, Ring this telephone number now to place your order. I've got a feeling, you know, that Hevner did that with a lot of his movies. After that, the exact same thing is on the start of Outlaw Force. It's like this special TV offer, only <laughs> available if you order from this video. And you've got to actually send it to David Hevner himself. <laughs> he's just got them in his back bedroom, yeah. like, recording them and stuff. It's not like send a check to this like address of like the record label. It's like send it send a check to David Hevner PO Box. <laughs> God, he's just fucking like he's a fucking. Entrepreneur, is he? He's an actor. He yeah,
1: just, well, just
0: handles his own business.
1: Yeah, Choreo- uh, choreography is his own fight and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, well, as you can call it, fighting.
0: <laughs> right, that's just a bit of a scrap, isn't it? Then we get then we get to the fight, and Cage gets a shit beat out know, from pretty yeah, much. He does, he does. Death, Death Machine, that would be a better name, but Doctor Death. <laughs> <laughs> Death Machine. Uh, Doctor Death beats the figure-up. And of course, though, it's, uh, he's saved by a flashback. And then, mm. but he, and then you know he has a flashback and starts kicking ass. Wouldn't you think the sight of his beaten, <laughs> maimed girlfriend would would give him a, like a, the incentive to kick ass?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's sat in the front row like a fucking busted up face and like a massive bloody hand. Yeah, it she keeps
1: getting up as well. Like I, I laughed at that. Like she keeps getting up and like standing at ringside. Like like come on, you've got to win. <laughs> and I was like. Sh- it should just forgotten that she's actually held hostage in that, at this point.
0: And the fact that no one, I mean, unless it's a dodgy crowd, you know, it's a dodgy underground fire, but no one in that audience is like, seen that woman over there beat the fucking <laughs> two guys on, letting her leave her seats. Well,
1: that's something else. Again, I don't want to be, like, too uh, fucking nitpicky with it and RC, but, like, there's a scene where they establish that, yeah, they're going to have a fight to the death. Mm. And it's going to be 25,000 per head to attend. Mm place a bet and he says like oh right it's all set up how many people are coming and he says 50 people and he's like 25,000 ahead 50 people that's a lot of money hmm. Like, you, did you hear the ringside audience and stuff? Yeah, <laughs> They were making a lot of noise for 50 people yeah. <laughs> it was all like rah, like rocky crowd and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and like there's clearly not 50 <laughs> people basically in the audience no. like who are all these extra people that turned up? <laughs> yeah that may just be nitpicking like
0: oh hey, you know it's hard, it's hard not a nitpick <laughs> but at this point you know he he beats the fuck out of uh dr death and then nicks off out the ring grabs Ali, runs for it and then we're treated to a brilliant fight in the dark where you can't see fuck all
1: <laughs> yeah literally i was just like <clears throat> and he's like eh, why you and stuff i was like what, what the fuck <laughs> Who, yeah. who's talking here i couldn't even tell
0: I did enjoy, though, when he gets Regetti on the car and just, like, puts his forearm in his throat and just gives him a good talking to him, and then Rigetti just totally shits it. Oh, yeah. And so he's like, don't kill me! Yeah, he's like, I'll leave, I'll leave, it's over, it's over. <laughs> yeah, so why didn't you do that at the beginning of the movie? <laughs> yeah, exactly, well, that's what I mean.
1: This guy's, like, Vietnam-hardened, and he's been, like, kickboxing in illegal
0: matches for the past few months.
1: Yeah. Why is he being pushed around by these people?
0: It's one of those things, that like, you know, it's kind of why the film exists. I guess if we did that at the start, there'd be no movie. <laughs> but hey, just, there'd be more music.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just beats the shit out them at the start of the film, and then just plays
0: lots of music for the rest of the film. I would be for that. That would be brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and then um, her hand busted up, so she's like, "I've got to go to the club and play like it was." <laughs>
1: yeah, like, uh, yeah. She's like, "Me hand'll be all right." Yeah, it's only just been crushed in a vice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> even, even Cage is like, hey, I think you should maybe go to the hospital no, bed.
1: That's <laughs> like, all right. I don't need me, me fucking right hand. It'll yeah. be all right.
0: But then she's like, you play it for me. And he's like, I don't know about that. Like, oh, come on, man, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> After all this shit, I think you can play guitar in front of like 20 people. Yeah.
1: And then she, she finally calls him out on his bullshit. She's like, well, wait a minute. If you can fucking fight <laughs> in a room full of people, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to play guitar. And he's like,
0: yeah, good point
1: good point to be honest i've been i've been playing on all this shit just so i can keep getting welfare checks <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then we'll cut back to the bottom i noticed at this point i was like right the film's 90 minutes long we're hmm. an hour and 20 minutes why is the fucking 10 minutes left?" yeah <laughs> i
1: watched the same version as you i yeah. hope did we miss anything i'm not even sure
0: <laughs> no no but i'm saying it said 10 minutes left and i was like oh god and then straight away it cut to some fucking donny osmond looking mother crusher, and it's like oh it's gonna be like 10 minutes of music <laughs> Yeah, and then fucking you get him doing a whole song, and then another fucking person comes on. I was like, just get to the fucking end of this fucking proper song, please. Some Dolly Parton lookalike comes on and sings a whole song, and then finally Ali and Cage come on and sing their lovely little song.
1: No, oh, you see, I, I didn't see. I didn't see any of this. What? <laughs> I need to fucking check my version. My, my version ends at one minute twenty-two. <laughs> Really? Was it the same? Yeah. Was it the one on YouTube that... Yeah, I've been ripped. I'm going to fucking refresh it. You're going to have to watch the fucking end. <laughs> yeah, honestly, because it, it says it said 1.30 when I started it, mm. but then it just ended at 1.22, and when I like tried to go back, it, it had like changed the video to only be 1 minute 22 long. That's weird. Oh, no, it's back now. Oh, I've been ripped. I've not seen the last 10 minutes. <laughs> just watch it now, I'll wait. <laughs> I just assumed the film ended at a really fucking dodgy place. Mm. <laughs> I was like,
0: fair enough. Because yeah, by the way, people, this is available to watch for free on YouTube because uh, yes. it was distributed by Troma, and Troma have put like pretty much the majority of the back catalogue that the, yeah. of the was distributed on YouTube for free. The only you know, arsy thing is, which is a small price to pay, is there's about you know four advert breaks in it that you've got to watch. But mm. it's
1: pretty cool though. It's cool that Trauma to do that, really. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I'll, I'll watch it later. Yeah, one fucking cheap bastard. I, th- I thought, like, huh, they will be all, no, like, sneaky they weren't showing you the actual performance of the pair of them
0: or something. Yeah, surely you I would have thought that was a bit suspect, like, what, they're not going to show the music? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I did, but I, I did try quite and I just thought, oh, maybe it just ends there, fuck it. Maybe it's just inside, I just didn't actually want to say it that much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, at the end, they get up there and uh, they rock the house pretty much. And then the the best part of the movie is where Cage looks down and sees legs in the audience and gives him a little salute. That's what I mean oh. by the they just wrap. Look at that so quickly.
1: I don't. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to have to say this. It. <laughs> is it right at the end? No, oh, it's coming up. and can say it. Okay. And then fucking Cage looks all like he's gonna cry. And stuff. He's, he did well, like, for a few days to just come all the way out and come down to the club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, um,
0: right, let's wrap this up now.
1: Yeah, there he is, sat there. <laughs>
0: he's got his little suit on exactly, that he's yeah. <laughs> walking.
1: Nice, I can't believe I missed that. I got ripped off by YouTube. You did. He's still got his pyjamas on under the suit, though. <laughs> <he knows. laughs> It's uh, something I wanted to mention, actually, just think about that, under the suit. You notice a bit, at the end of the fight, you notice he, like, beats out to death, mm. and then he just straight away puts his pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. For some reason, I just fucking burst out laughing at that. He just, like, goes straight over his corner and just slips his
0: pants back <laughs> on. Oh, I did notice that when it... When the fight starts, he comes into the ring wearing black pants, and then just starts mm. taking these pants off. and was "What's he doing?" And I was like, "Oh, right, he's, why is he got another pair of pants on underneath?" Why yeah, that's, that's a
1: bit yeah, no, it's he's like he's got jeans on or something. But yeah, as soon as he fights, as soon as he beats him, he just goes back and just slips them back on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something dead funny about that. Just putting it
0: back on. So, like, I'm not leaving these. These cost fifteen <laughs> quid. <laughs> like, wouldn't you just run straight away if you wanted yeah. to get away? But uh, really? the the lyrics in that song uh, are, "We can make it." Because we've got love, and I think mm. that's a message... Uh, we can all take something from that message. Oh, yes. and a end, David, having and love. Ends with them all teary-eyed going, we're going to fucking make it, me and you.
1: <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, I think
0: I'm going to pass it. <laughs> <laughs> the pain is fucking staggering. We need to go to the hospital. This was a mistake. let <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, risk
1: that fucking life and health just so she can, like, do a little bit in a club somewhere. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I would like to, to know what, where all these bands came from. I'm, I I'm, said, I'm positive they're all, you know, in some way related to David Hebner's musical ventures. But mm, people he yeah. jams with, or oh, he's, he's friends or something, because it just seems far too random.
1: Yeah, because they, they, they have like dedicated bits in the film where the film stops dead and it just shows these people playing music for a bit. Mm. So, run. I'm sure, like, at one... I'm keeping it to, like, go back and check. I'm sure at one point... You know the Doctor, who he keeps having scenes with and talking to and that? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, like, she has a bit at one point where she's singing, <laughs> Or oh, someone, like, dead-like looks like us does it. Yeah. Because I, I, it, I didn't, it didn't click until... There's a bit, like... I think it's maybe, it's, like, the second or third, like, musical bit. Mm. There's, like, this woman randomly singing, and she's she's got quite big glasses on. Mm. I didn't really think anything of it. And then the next time you see the Doctor, I was like... Was that the doctor that was singing earlier? It,
0: it, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. No, I didn't notice any. Yeah,
1: it, just, it could just be, a, could just be a, a woman with blonde hair and big glasses, but I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if that just randomly was and that she's just like a fellow singer who's yeah. also in the song.
0: Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you look at um, Everywhere But Loose, like, they mention it again because you know, the music is very similar. <coughs> when they're in the bar in that. You do get mm. moments like that way because they've got like special guests in the movie, like proper country singers and stuff. And it does concentrate on them for a little bit. But in this, it's pretty much like check out this band for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like no point. I mean, I, you could maybe
1: say that the film centres around the club that that alley works at, mm-hmm. maybe, and that's like where the link is. Yeah. because that's, I guess that's the bit when it jumps into the that ridiculous eighties band. <laughs> I guess that's supposed to be telling you.
0: The, that's keeping you abreast of the progress of the show that she's supposed to be going to. Yeah, yeah, because the guy, one of the guys that plays this is the owner, I'm, I'm playing a big show, I'm going to bring them all here to do... Well, he's actually says to do press, not to put on a gig. <laughs> yeah. Just decided to put on a gig anyway. <laughs> I'm going to have to find out what the fuck that pop tune was. It was amazing.
1: What oh, the 80s one? Yeah. Now he's called... Uh, he's got a name, but he's, he's cast to something else in it, and this... Uh, i trying
0: to I've, I've i saw his name before. oh fuck man, where is it? The thing is when I'm when I'm saying, uh, to people obviously that haven't seen this, when I'm saying he's up there on the stage wearing a leather jacket, don't think like Michael Jackson in, in fucking thriller or something. He literally looks like some teenager who's nicked his dad's leather jacket to try and look cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks totally wrong. Totally 80s. Uh, but seriously though, my radio don't play AM but uh, <laughs> didn't matter last night when you were rocking in my bed. Best lyrics ever.
1: Just the AM stuff. Fucking so cheesy. <laughs> um, no, I've just seen his name. It's uh, Atanas Lich, I think he's called.
0: The a strange name.
1: Yeah, Atanas. But he's, he's credited in the film as just being Atanas. A-T-A-N-A-S. Atanas.
0: going <laughs> to have a look yeah. for his discography <laughs> when we're finished.
1: <laughs> yeah, Atanas Let's Live Together. <laughs> Yeah, I just saw a comment on, uh, I think it was on IMDb, it said, like, uh, truly the star of the musical show is one Atanas Litch, using the stage name Atanas. His Let's Live Together destroys the competition. <laughs> <laughs> it's got why an 80s disco synth-pop song is even in the same universe as all the country picking has yeah, yet to be determined.
0: It totally stands out. <laughs> even the guy before, like, just after him, like, the one that looks like fucking Donny Osmond, he's not necessarily doing total country but it, it fits enough but this guy is just like stands out it's like he just gate crashed the fucking gig and was like I'm playing next <laughs> like, uh, just let him I guess I fucking know who I am I'm a Tannis <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's uh, Rage Cage and so I'll put a link, there'll be a link on this post if you want to go and um, give it a watch um, and celebrate the heavener yeah,
1: definitely, Well like I said, it's free, it's not. It's nice to, you know, you're not pirating it or anything it's nah. up there to watch, so, it's the whole film, pretty good quality.
0: Mm. Yeah, we'll have to, in a couple more episodes, we'll have to do another Hebner. he's becoming like the fucking, the like resident actor for this Yeah, <laughs> try and get him on. Yeah, but that would mean him having to like, probably listen back to the reviews, and then he'd be like, no, <laughs> <laughs> review movies movie and take the piss. Well, I think we're, we're pretty kind to him, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <Ish>. <laughs> yeah. I mean you always wonder about people that you know like make the living making like really low budget B movies that are really ropey and stuff but you know they've got a big distinct filmography of work and mm. I always wonder how they look back on them if they, if they see them for what they are or if they're a bit like oh they you know a bit deluded and think they're amazing. Mm, I'm always yeah. I always I always think that about certain B movie actors. Yeah,
1: like whether they're just told like Edwards or something. <laughs> yeah. See <laughs> the work that's like infallible and
0: amazing, isn't it? I think next, though, we'll have to do Outlaw Force because that looks cool. Yeah, the poster looks pretty funny, isn't it? He is actually but, another ca- modern day cowboy in that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a look there, uh, see if we can find that, and we'll do that next. Mm, definitely. Hi, I'm Stacey with Nest, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail... Head on over to www.speakpipe.com/slash
0: waffu FM. Thanks for listening.